Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi's healthcare heroes. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit MS Healthcare Alliance. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Will in studio with us today. Now, don't forget, there are so many good places in Mississippi for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And for the past few Mondays here on Good Things, we have used it as a time to confess some things. And I thought we would keep that rolling. It's been a lot of fun. Remember, this is a judge-free zone with your confession, so you can tell us the truth. And we may laugh at you, but it won't be in your face. But not necessarily. Okay, confess. Who has their Christmas decorations already up? You are either team wait till after Thanksgiving or you are team the moment it even feels like Christmas outside or it turns November the 1st. Then you get your Christmas trees and your wreaths and your garland and your lights and all the things and they go up. Or you weeble wobble between the two and it completely depends on the year. So, Will, confession. You and your family? Uh, we so I I'm not a decorator. I don't I don't really celebrate a whole lot of holidays as far as putting up decorations and stuff. My wife, on the other hand, she is she would like to be the person that puts them up November one, mm-hmm. but she's also a procrastinator. So usually it's. <laughs> Probably this weekend, I would say. So it's kind of a mix. I was kind of surprised when I walked in the studio today for good things. I noticed we have our Christmas decorations here up at Super Talk, or at least in the beginning stages of it. We have a tree. We have a tree, which I feel like, wow, I think that's more than maybe we had last year. Particularly if you're getting back into your office spaces or public spaces. You probably skipped last year with the whole still being in the middle of the pandemic, not knowing if people are coming in and out. So usually your business, community-type places, it takes a lot to get those type of decorations up, and they're usually a lot more of them, so they start a lot sooner. But personal home, I mean, it really just sort of is a personal choice. But this this sort of topic, asking you to confess your Christmas decorating now or later, comes from the fact that if you look forward to the lighting of the New York City or the Rockefeller Center's Christmas tree every year, which is going to happen on December the 1st, for some of you that's a family tradition to, to sit around and watch it lit, it's actually a Mississippi man's tree this year, if you hadn't heard the story. And so it's Devin, or Devon Price, or Devin Price, should I say. He works for Energy. He's been working for Energy here in central Mississippi at the Nuclear Fleet Headquarters, I think for like maybe the last eight years, as the story goes. But he has some property, too, out in Maryland. So he's in between the two states. And it is reported that one day he was at home in Maryland at his property, And a stranger came knocking on his door, and he was an arborist, I think is the name that they use, which I will give you um, a new vocabulary word if I'm saying it right, but an arbor, I think I am an arborist. Do you do you know what an arborist is called? They deal with trees. They I deal know with that trees. from Arbor Day. But if you look up arborist, if I'm saying, I hope I'm saying it right, um, it will say in the dictionary, tree surgeon. 
And I just thought that was the best thing ever. I was, tree surgeon. Tree surgeon. I don't, I'm not sure what you do with it or if it's like, you know, just an expert in trees. But I learned a new word today and you can have it too. But anyway, so this arborist knocked on his door, Devin's door, while he was in Maryland at his land there and just said, hey, I have been eyeing this 79 foot tree, a spruce, a Norway spruce in your backyard. Can I go see it? And he was like, <laughs> okay. And he took him back there. And finally, the man, I guess, getting to see see the tree was like, okay, so my name's Eric, and I am the head gardener at Rockefeller Center in New York City, which, you know, I mean, here in Mississippi, we have hospitality, but I would have been like, I'm going to need to see some arborist <laughs> credentials before I just start taking you around on my property. Anywho, so he asked Mr. Price if his family would be interested in donating this Norway spruce um, to this year's um, event there for Rockefeller, which his family actually went through and thought it through. I think it's been in, it's been on his property for 30 years. They've already lost some trees, some large uh, sort of statement trees around the property due to some ice storms and things and it's like 80 or 90 years old it takes it that long to get as tall as it needs to be to to make for the perfect tree and the word donate doesn't always resonate with people (laughs) i mean it's not like it's necessarily a charity event that it's going to even though it's cool because you can't really bring it back and, and you know and put it back and so i mean we're obviously talking about it here on good things so his family made the decision to to donate it because it does end up um for a good cause but it's a 12 ton tree and it was just cut down in maryland last on the 11th and i think it has been it traveled and i think it arrived in new york city on the 15th so they will start to erect the tree and then it'll end up being decorated with 50,000 lights and then of course topped with a giant Swarovski, Swarovski, you know what I mean, sparkly, the sparkly little crystal star. And then again, if you and your family have a tradition of watching it um, get lit on TV, it will be December 1st. And you can trace that back to a man who lives now here in um, in Mississippi. But what I thought was cool is, okay, this all started if you if you are taking part in our confession today, whether you have your Christmas decorations up or not. You, I bet you didn't start thinking about it in April, because this is when Mr. Price got the knock on his door. And ever since he agreed, the tree surgeons, he had several come to his house, bi-weekly since April with 800 gallons of nutrients for the tree. And then in mid-October, a team started piping water to the top of this tree every two weeks to soften the branches in preparation for wrapping it and moving it. Now, this Rockefeller trees you know uh things been going on for i think like 80 or 90 years so they've gotten really good at figuring out how to keep these things you know alive Mm -hmm. and moving because there's some of you who wait to the very last minute to buy your christmas tree you're even you're not even contemplating that now because you know it'll die within a week or two and they're having to keep this son of a gun alive from you know november all the way through january and actually look good and so anywho i thought i just found this um this story really interesting not only the fact that we can tie it back here to mississippi but then also just all the pieces that move that move to get this tree moving i mean it's a 12 ton object i mean my husband works in logistics so just to think about what all had to go through to get it cut get it loaded get it wrapped 
then get it, you know, travel its way, and then to get it um, set up. But if you if you're wondering what ended up getting the Price family to let go of the tree. After it is taken down in January, its branches are mulched, and then it's used for New York parks, and its trunk is milled for lumber, and then it's donated to Habitat for Humanity houses. Ah, how about that? So the tree does live on, and it does kind of have like a second life, if you if you want to think of it that way, which kind of makes you feel better about watching something so glorious that took almost a century to grow to be, you know, put up and decorated, but then taken down within, what, two months? Yeah. When you think of it that way. And also, when you think about it, over the last hundred years, I don't know how many of them, you know, can be traced back to Mississippi, but, you know, how many of those trees, it had their, they have to be absolutely perfect. And that's not an easy thing to sort of find. My interest in this story is the tree surgeon. I want to know what do you do in between January when the tree comes down till I guess... April, whenever you go and knock on someone's doors, I mean, are you literally snooping people's backyards for the perfect tree? Because right now you're thinking now you may not have one that's 12 ton or however many 79 feet, like I mentioned, this one was. But we all have like large Christmas trees or cypress that sort of just grow in, in, in some of our property. And you know how long that takes. If somebody was out there peeking around, looking at your trees. I don't know if it would be a warm welcome here. Or what do you, I mean, how do you approach someone and say, really benign that tree in your backyard? Can you take me back there? <laughs> That's a very strange deal if you think about it. And what happens if, when they cut the tree down? I mean, doesn't it fall and break branches and stuff like I mean, how do they, I don't understand how they do all this stuff. Well, if you've ever had trees removed from your property, or maybe you do that as a business, I mean, that's a whole thing. I mean, it's a whole thing for just a pine tree to be taken or to be removed. The idea, again, of a 79-foot, 12-ton thing, timber, just doesn't seem to really suffice for it. And, and get then, out of the way. And, and then, then like to watch said, it go. And what what happens if there's a storm you know, when you spot the tree, you figure out, you know what, this is the tree for, for us here at Rockefeller Center. <laughs> and it gets hit and with then lightning. there's a storm. It gets hit by lightning or something like that. That would be Jesus. <laughs> Do they have a backup tree? This tree is not for you. This tree, you know, it would be so interesting. I, and I've reached out to Mr. Price. If you've got connections with him, we would love to, for him to share his family story here on Good Things. But as you can imagine, the tree just got cut down on the 11th. And it was transported. His family's going to have to make the trip to the Today Show several times between Mississippi and Maryland. So I'm sure we'll get his story whenever he has the moment to relax. But as we watch, and they'll start to show it, they'll start to decorate the tree and all that between now and December 1st, you can know that that is a connection to, to Mississippi. And I think it's a pretty cool story. But stick with us. We've got more good for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 53. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 76. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 78. 
This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktop insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601 605 Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Halsey Insurance, halseyinsurance.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. If you want more of good things, there are several ways you can watch it. You can watch Super Talk Mississippi on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even the YouTubes. And now you can watch Super Talk TV live too on our C Spire TV. So if you have C Spire TV, you can find Super Talk TV on channel 70. It's right next to the Weather Channel. Or you can just go to supertalk.fm/slash connect. 
and you can find out all the ways you can get more of good things. And one of our favorite ways here on the show is to connect with you over on Facebook. I say it all the time. If you waste your life on the Book of Faces, you might as well be connect with something positive and uplifting like what we have going on there. Um, so you can join us easily. Just type in Good Things With. Rebecca Turner pops up. Click join and myself or Rhino will let you in. But you may notice, I think it was last week that I posted um, a little thing of a, a kindergarten girl. And speaking of trees, I thought, man, I wonder how many trees went into getting this girl her uh, where she's gotten to her record. But the Central Mississippi Regional Library System has awarded Miss Olivia Rayburn of McGee. She has read over 100 books. No, she's read. She's hit the 100 level with 1000 books before kindergarten. Wait, what? Yes. I had to copy and paste that to make sure that I got it right. And they even have a hashtag for it. Hashtag 1000 books before kindergarten. So what were you doing by the age of five, Will? I haven't read a hundred books and I'm 38 years old, I think. I just want to see the punch card that maybe she used to be able to I mean, to at what point it. do you just give up and just say, you know what? Now, in all fairness, if you are of that that reading level or that even oh so if you are advanced in reading at all at that age then your kindergarten level books or even your preschool level books i mean you're going to be able to fly through those i mean you you could go through 10 or 15 books e- i mean easy in a day or so especially if your parents are connected with the library and you spend a lot of time there um, in the afternoons or for some of their special workshops or, or such. So, I mean, it's doable if you start sort of adding it up. And the first thought was, oh, this is connected because I thought, man, her parents spent a lot of money on books. <laughs> but it's the library. And that's what makes it so great is the fact yeah. that we have these resources, uh, resources there. And this reminded me, again, with the whole talk of the Rockefeller Center tree and the fact that it's connected to Mississippi. One of my favorite Good Things memories of all times was this when we all got to going and we joined together and created on air this idea of a children's book using um, trees that were common in Mississippi. And I still feel like this is an opportunity that shouldn't be overlooked. And I don't know, I don't know necessarily if it'll ever see fruition. But if you if you think about trees in Mississippi, I mean, there's something that's annual. They're, they're growing all year long, even if they're not always evergreen. We all have them in our backyard, and they all have these different sort of personalities. So I remember us talking about the fact that your oak trees, they're your wise ones. So if you think about what goes into a good children's book, then you can think about how this could come together to be the perfect uh, storm for a children's uh, story. You have your cedars. Those are your strong and your brave trees you have your pine trees they are they are right up there with your mischievous ones you know they're always throwing um pine needles into pine my gutter, needles gutter in your gutters <laughs> and then in the summer times they're they're bringing the worst thing um ever for our sinuses and all and then you have your maples they are full of life and creativity and then your weeping willows they are the stress-free ones so right there just with those you could completely create your own. You should write a book. I know. I should add to the list of the growing the, ones. The, I know, but I think you've got the roots of it I right think there. I got the roots of it. I think we came up with a title and everything. I've always been. I've never been never necessarily a tree hugger, but I've been a tree lover. There's there's a difference in that. And um, I think we all should. And I think that's why I feel so connected to this man's tree and why he didn't get paid for it. Um, yeah, because <laughs> what you didn't hear in between the break was uh, Rebecca was like fighting mad, like why? How, they come onto his property like that. I 
I, I don't know if I'd enjoy that. Well, I think there's plenty on the text line, too, who kind of feel the same way. Um, but trees have such stories. They have such history, especially those that are rooted in your property or on your family's land. And, that you know, they, they last for generations or for decades. Or, you know, you just you look out in a storm and you just wonder what are the trees thinking, especially between like a hurricane or a thunderstorm. I get it. It's a little out there to think what are the trees thinking. But I mean, for those that are enjoying um, hunting season and you're climbing up in a tree, you're telling me you yeah. hadn't at least come up with a story with the squirrels in the trees. Maybe you don't think of the trees as having their own story, which they but they could tell the squirrel's story from a tree's sort of point of view. Yeah. So, you know, we wouldn't be here without trees either. There's the whole oxygen, carbon dioxide sort of cycle, too. So, anywho, I just that that got all my um, mind sort of thinking around trees. My dad uh, planted an apple tree when I was brought home from the hospital. <gasps> and my I think he did one for my brother as well. Uh, they didn't last very long. <laughs> I don't think you placed them in a good. I don't think they got a whole lot of sunlight, and the apples they produced were terrible. So, what's that say about me? Uh, and then my my grandfather did the same thing for his children. My my dad they uh, planted a tree each a, pi- a pine tree each time that a child was born, and I think they're still there to this day, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's pretty cool. But they had a whole bunch of kids, and so. You could tell, like, the first tree, you know, was set out pretty nice. They had, like, seven kids. The first one was nice, second one. And you could t- tell that they kind of trailed off. And I don't even know if they did one for the last, the seventh kid that was born. Because I don't think he, you know, they, they, at this point, why even bother with it? Well, going from the beginning of life to even the end of life, there is a trend now. I mean, it's not necessarily a good thing to think about what you want done with yourself when it's over but i guess it's a conversation you should have but a conversation i have had although if i go before my mother she'll never let it happen but you can be um you can be turned into a tree so like you can have your ashes and remains put in with soil and seed and all the things and so then your family can go and plant you which sounds i mean there's two ways of thinking about that right like you can go completely down the or you can embrace it and think just like your family goes out and sees the trees that were uh, planted for you know the gift of life it's sort of the same way but sort of at the end of life so I've we've never had anyone cremated in our family uh, to date so I don't know what it's like to have remains and, and and decide what to do with them right so if you if you do take them and honor wishes of being scattered maybe at their favorite lake or at the ocean or you know wherever it may be well then it feels odd that you know you never get to go and sort of see them so this would be a way to you know be able to have a place to go back in and it's also giving back to you know from from ashes to ashes that whatever i don't know if it's tree to tree i don't think we came came from trees (laughs) i'm not necessarily saying that but then you think man if you if you get cremated and your family plants you and then it doesn't turn out very well then that's that's kind of sad too because you know when you when you do have someone to trans- transition in your life or pass on and you get all these plants, which is great. I mean, it's like very kind. You feel a moral obligation. You got to keep them going. Not to let these things, you know, pass on. And so we still have uh, several from my father-in-law's passing, which was, gosh, now three years ago. And every year. And he passed away. He actually passed away in November. But every year, it's it, it brings up something fun to talk about because everyone's so proud of me. I've kept three. Of them. <laughs> 
there's three of them are still with us after after so long and and one's really taking off and and looking good it's a runner and so you know it is a great way to sort of uh you know keep your memories alive and keep something going but you do feel this sense of urgency or to give them away so somebody else can have the obligation because you don't want to be the one to walk out there and be like oh man it's gone he's gone it's gone you know and then it just breeds sort of you know the 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 whole thing in in that way um but back to the good things facebook group we're having a lot of fun there today i kind of got off on where i was headed but i've asked the question because there's been so many things here recently i realized that I'm always late to the party. I share that with you here on Good Things all the time to things that everybody else is raving about. But I think we all have these things that we are skeptical about until we've actually tried it. And then we're like, this is the best thing ever. Why didn't I jump on this bandwagon six months, six years, um, sort of sooner? And so I'd love to know what you were skeptical of until you tried it. You can let us know, 601-879-4395, or hit us up on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. But something comes to mind for for you will i'm trying to think of something okay so i i well i have several air fryer being one of them i was like we're still behind on that one you were so behind because we i can't tell you how and now i've taught the nine-year-old how to use the air fryer you taught your nine-year-old how to use an air fryer buttons will it's it's you can't i don't think you can mess it up i mean you can over air fry something i would (laughs) no no more than you could nuke it in the microwave um but several on the uh Good Things Facebook group is saying sushi, and I thought, you know what? I'm not late to it now, but I was late yeah. to it for for a while. It took me a while to give it a good college try, and now I'm always up for a good sushi. So you let us know. What were you skeptical of until you tried it? And stick with us. We've got more for you up next. This is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. 
Mississippi Museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Holiday Open House, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events. While visiting, take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums. Eggs make the holidays complete and are one of the most versatile ingredients for holiday celebrations. Great food makes great memories. And the Mississippi Egg Marketing Board wants to help you plan ahead so you can enjoy the holidays too. How about some delicious bacon and cheddar deviled eggs for your holiday party? Holiday morning buffet, ham and cheese breakfast casserole, creamy French toast, and quiche Lorraine. Your guests will be impressed. For more info on delicious holiday recipes, visit IncredibleEgg.org. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. While money will start coming into Mississippi through the federal infrastructure package, sometimes the red tape can slow down the distribution. State Senator Nicole Atkins Boyd knows this all too well. We had projects we were very fortunate to get funded um, two years ago, and those agreements are kind of just getting done now and in that process. So the legislature is pushing to break up that bureaucracy, I can tell you. The Supreme Court will hear a case on the Constitution of Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban December 1st. Former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst thinks the court will follow the letter of the Constitution. And I think we have an Attorney General who has put together a brief and an argument that really stands for what the Constitution says and not what a couple of judges on the Supreme Court from 50 years ago said it is. Pro-choice advocates are concerned that the conservative majority on the court could overturn Roe versus Wade. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 till 9. Super Talk Mississippi. 
No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Check, check one. Where's all my bio? Things wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi from events to unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more today about a really cool project that's happening in Cleveland, Mississippi. It's with pianos, and that means it's with music, which means we're jo- Trisha Walker is joining us today on Good Things. Hey, Trisha. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? I have been looking forward to figuring out how this all got started since I saw you post it on Facebook with all the great photos of the different um, pianos that have been painted meticulously with great blues references or just Mississippi music heritage. So what's going on in Cleveland? What are the pianos all about? <laughs> well, you know, it, I, I can't say it's an original idea. That's actually... You know, there is a global movement going on. If you go search public pianos on Google, you'll find cities all around the world that have pianos in public places. And it's just pretty amazing how that affects people, whether it's in a subway or on a street. You know, you'd be surprised at how many people just sit down and play. You know, I'm a big believer that music really does connect us in ways that nothing else does. And so I wanted to see if we could just pull together something local here in Cleveland. You know, we're all about being a music town here in Cleveland. So uh, I reached out. We partnered with the Delta Arts Alliance, which is one of our great arts organizations here. And uh, a local pianist who is also on the city council, Mr. Danny Abraham, he put the call out on Facebook for pianos, and I bet we could have had 50 if we wanted them. So we, we had to pump the brakes a minute because uh, we knew we could only handle just a few to get started. And so what we did, uh, the Delta Arts Alliance being you know kind of our arts agency out in the community, they reached out to several of the elementary schools and found sponsors for each piano. So we started with six. We've got six pianos out around town right now. And they reached out to various art teachers and students in our local elementary schools, and there were six different groups that took a piano, and they designed it, they painted it, they came up uh, on some pretty cold Saturdays and uh, got outside and sacrificed for their art painting these pianos, and then we just placed them around town last week before we had our 50 Nights of Lights uh, tree lighting ceremony, and already I, I see videos on Facebook. People are sitting down playing them and just having a good time. So they're functional, Trisha, right? Like, are they tuned and all? I mean, it, the point is not just to take a picture and post it, which is great. I mean, if you want to do that or just bring, a, you know, a bit of joy to your afternoon if you're out walking and shopping, which is fine, too. But you can sit down and play chopsticks or whatever you want, huh? Absolutely. We want people to play them. Now, they are in relatively good shape and in tune, and we know they're going to get out of tune, but uh, we'll try to keep them sort of serviced as best we can. Each piano has a, a, a tarp in the bench, and we're hoping that people will take ownership. So if it's bad weather, if it's raining, somebody will just pull out a tarp, 
throw it around the piano and bungee cord it until the rain passes. Um, and we know we know they're not going to last forever. But like I say, we could have a long string of pianos in the in the wings waiting to be a replacement. But yes, we want people to sit down and play whether whether it's only chopsticks or if you can remember Amazing Grace from when you were a kid. Or if you're a trained musician, just sit down and enjoy and play. It's that spontaneity to it, or, or Trisha, that I love, where you never know, like if you're just, again, you're out getting coffee, or maybe you're taking your lunch break there in Cleveland. There's so many places to do that. When someone who is trained in piano just sees the opportunity, sits down, and now you've got a concert you know, out of nowhere that just gives people the moment to stop and sort of pause and take in something that they weren't expecting. I also think just you don't expect to see you know, the, the piano in your common places there in public, uh, in the public spaces. And so just to see the art, to me, would take me a moment to stop and sort of look at it and enjoy it and then, you know, move on about my day. So I can see where this is just a good thing all around. I'm glad to hear folks are enjoying it. Yeah, and we hope, you know, if it goes well, if people continue to enjoy them, then we think maybe in the spring we may do another five or six in the spring and, and widen our footprint a little bit and put them around town because they, you know, people don't buy acoustic pianos, I don't think, as much as they used to. Everything's gotten so digital and so electric, but it's, you'd be surprised. There's some closet piano players just kind of roaming up and down the streets and, you know, there's no pressure. There's, you know, you don't have to be great. You just sit down and enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping I'll see somebody. You know how I used to sit down with somebody else at the piano and do chopsticks? That's what I hope somebody will we'll get two people sitting down, like having a little uh, multi-hand piano concert going on. Well, we can go ahead and schedule that, Tricia. I think we're headed up there for the 50 Nights of Lights there in Cleveland, and I can at least pull off chopsticks with you. I don't know if I remember Amazing Grace or any of the other songs that I practiced night after night after night on the piano for so many years, but chopsticks, I bet I could, I could partner with you on that. You are on. We're going to make that happen, and we're going to video it, and we're going to put it on Facebook. Now I'm nervous. I'm going to have to start start practicing. (laughs) But you're right, though. I mean, my mother-in-law even put out uh, to all the kids this past week, she has a piano that's a traditional uh, piano that's just sort of been sitting there for as long as I've been in the family, and I don't know of anybody that's used it. And it feels like it was such an ornament piece to everyone's home for so many years. Everyone had a piano. And then it just sort sort of shifted. It sort of faded, and it's a big piece, so it's hard to pass down. So this is a great way for other communities to maybe uh, think about that as well. I mean, was it hard to get together? You know, not really. Again, I'm going to credit the Delta Arts Alliance. You know, once we sort of put the idea in place, uh, the Arts Alliance made the calls to the teachers and the students and sort of arranged all that. Got to give a big shout-out to our uh, public works guys because they're the ones we, we had them all in one location, so we did all the painting in one location. And then the city workers came and put them on the trailers, and we delivered them around town. It didn't take but about you know an hour and a half to deliver them to the six different stops and place them on the street. And But, of course, we couldn't have done it without their muscle. So you got to have some muscle. you got to have a place to store the pianos while they're, you know, you're getting your students together or whoever's going to paint them. Um, and then just see how it goes. You know, we again, it was a real team effort, but I, I, I just had, you know, I'm one of those folks that has the idea that goes, hey, what about this? And then somebody else has to pick it up and run with it from there. So I'm really grateful for the Arts Alliance 
and the city of Cleveland and our uh, our great students and art teacher to really put in the hours on it. Well, I also know that the city of Cleveland will make sure that if it starts to rain, they're going to get in a routine, they're going to protect the pianos and do all the things. And, you know, some of that should be have the opportunity for it to be a revolving door. I think if it gets to the point where one is no longer in service, I can see, I mean, they're works of art in and of themselves. I mean, if my mother-in-law's looked like the one that's up at Super Talk TV, I would probably take it <laughs> take it in. So, I mean, you know, I think it gives it an opportunity to to continue its life in a different way and shine light on the fact that there's such rich history and music there in Cleveland. So, congratulations, Tricia, and everybody who made it happen. I think it's a super cool thing. It's very cool, and we look forward to you guys coming up and uh, trying them out. All righty. Well, we'll see you sooner rather than later. I think it's coming up fast, quick, in a hurry, so I can't wait to get back up there and be with you all. That sounds great. We look forward to it. All righty. Pretty cool. If you want to see the photos, you can go to Super Talk TV. Will's got them up there. Also share them in the Good Things Facebook group. Again, that's just a great place to go and see all the positive headlines. I just love that it's a complete community effort to restore these uh, pianos. You probably got one in your home that nobody wants or for to pass down. I know my grandfather's was came to our house, Will, and then my mother had to find a cousin that wanted to take it and have a spot. Because homes, too, that are built today aren't built with maybe like a piano in mind where you think back to years before the entryway or they're in the living room it was like you had a spot for the piano and then we've had uh, a few um, guests here on good things the the nice lady there in oxford not oxford in um, south haven excuse me who's got the the store she built her whole store around um, a baby grand piano being able to be the centerpiece of it. You just That's a lost piece of furniture. It is a piece of furniture. I can remember my grandparents, they, they built their house, their living room, kind of around the piano, and it wasn't uncommon to be walking through the grandma's house and hear a piano going off, you know, her just sitting down playing, and in between doing her household chores. That's what she would do, is she would sit down and just play the piano. And when the grandkids came, was it that dun-dun-dun? Yeah, a couple of the grandkids were musically inclined, so they would learn how to play. That is not musically inclined. (laughs) But every kid loves, I mean... Sometimes that's why grandparents don't always just acknowledge that they have they have them. I mean, you hear it once and then it's it's a joyful noise, all right, until you can sort of sort of get it down. Did you take piano lessons, Will? No. My brother and I were not musically. I don't it, it skipped a generation with us. All of my family could do it. I have several members of the family that are band directors in, in local high schools. I I for, for some reason my brother and I just never could Pick it it's up. never too late to learn. I'm just, I don't, I've tried Are you skeptical? it. Skeptical? I'm just not. Maybe we can change. I don't mind. think I'm smart enough to do it, or or talented. What do you mean smart enough? You gotta know. You gotta read music. You gotta all that stuff. It's just a new skill, learning how to read anything else, and you just sort of figure it out, or you just can learn to. You can be really talented. I guess that takes talent and play by ear. My grandfather couldn't read music, but he could play by ear the hymns from the church. So, yeah, it's a different side of your brain. I don't know which one yeah. it is. Whatever it is, you either got it or you don't, but you could learn it. Or maybe you're skeptical of the piano, and then you gave it a try, and you loved it. You can let us know. We'll talk about that more coming up next. Well, goodbye, look down. I ain't got no more to say. Well, I know you don't love me. Go ahead and have your way. 
Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, March cotton was down 44 to 114.64. May cotton was down 33 to 113.02. Closed the Chicago Board of Trade. January soybeans were up 13 cents to 57 and a quarter per bushel. March soybeans were up 12 and a half to 68 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was down three quarters to 576 and a half per bushel. March corn was down a penny to 584 per bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle was up 22 to 136.32. April live cattle was up 7 cents to 139.97. January feeders up 75 to 158.47. March feeders up 70 to 159.87. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 75 points, 36,089. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. I'm Mike McCormick, President of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. I'm made of grit, passion, and hands that never stop working. I'm made of agronomics, innovation, and hands that never stop helping. I, I believe, believe cotton, cotton isn't, isn't a crop. crop. It's a calling. I'm made to grow it. Protect it. I know this is important to my family. Every family. That's why I work harder. Innovate better. To make my cotton as good as it can be. As protected as it can be. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. We We create create chemistry. chemistry. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And if you would like more good things or you maybe never miss a show, we would appreciate you if you would subscribe to the Good Things Podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can now get good things as well as the Gala Show, Middays with Gerard, as well as Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't forget other favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, even Eagle Hour, and In a Mississippi Minute, and probably even more. So wherever you listen to podcasts, just search for Super Talk, and then you can hit the subscription subscribe subscribe it's a funny word all the way down and boom you'll never miss um, a show from your favorite super talk shows over on the good things facebook group as well as the ceasefire text line i've been asking you this question we're going to get to it what were you skeptical of until you tried it so maybe you just put off giving it a try you kind of gave it that side eye and then finally you're like oh what the heck i'll give it a whirl and then it's like oh where this been all of my life i said air fryer you've had some time to think about it will I can think of one that you introduced me to. Yes. Seltzer waters. Yes! I was going to say I was that. a Diet Coke guy. Mm-hmm. And then you said you should, if you like just the fizziness of soda, try seltzer water. It's a little bit better for you. And sure enough, to this day, I buy a case of them a week or every two weeks or whatever it is, and I go through them. Uh, my wife can't stand them. But I drink, that helps. That I drink them, a lot of them. Yeah. It keeps them down um, and, and if you do enjoy them. So another one for me would be streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. I was so anti that for so long just because, again, I'm kind of in the mindset that you should wait till the episode comes out next week. I mean, I just don't see what's the need of, like, binging anything. But I'll have to admit, not that I'm an all-time binger all the timer kind of person but i have found where it's a little fun to have those streaming yeah. services and be able to watch things you know like over the weekend or over a short period of time um in, in small doses so i am a believer in that someone said crocs i don't have a pair yet but my husband has three and he's been trying his best. if they weren't so ugly and i'm sorry <laughs> if you wear them but if you wear them you're not you don't care that they're ugly because they uh, they're some of the most comfortable shoes out there. And I know they make different styles and flip-flops and all of that, but I'm I'm not skeptical that they're comfortable. I just can't. I just can't find I just can't do it yet. But but my husband's on board, Croc is on board for Croc, so my daughter has a pair too when she gets out of uh, the water. Two of coming in for mountain oysters. So if you know what those are, then you know they're also are lamb fries, I think is another term for them so i got suckered into those i was i have always been skeptical of anything that tastes like chicken that's not (laughs) but i'm also one who picks off my husband's plate and so we were in houston texas at at texas at the stockyards and ordered appetite did we're ordering the whole thing there and the moment they came out and they were lamb fries is what they were called and i went thinking picked it up dunked it in a little sauce and ate it and the whole table fell out laughing and i said i just 
I just ate what I knew it ate, right? And he just <laughs> laughed at me, and I said, well, it tastes like chicken. I'll admit it now. It tastes like chicken, but still, I wouldn't have, I, I still won't go just yeah. order a plate of them and enjoy them, although they are a delicacy. That and cow tongue. If you are yeah, a cow beef farm, yeah, but it's just odd seeing it in your in your deep freeze. <laughs> it's one of those that just needs to be cooked and then sort of given given over. Many of you are also a lot of it is, is sort of food related, uh, grilled cheese and pickles. I've never had that. I don't know if I've had that combination um, before. And then here's one you've probably had the half pear with the mayonnaise and the shredded cheese on it. I didn't realize it had a name. And I may ruin it for you forever. <laughs> but Tim Townsend on the Good Things Facebook group has ruined it for us all. I didn't know that it was called the Harry Pear. <laughs> I just I don't know if I if I appreciate the creativeness of now, yes, that is exactly what it looks like with the little shredded cheese on top. And if you really get fancy, sometimes you put the half cherry right up there with it. I don't know if it ever had a name. I didn't really need it to have a name. But now it will forever and always be the hairy pear, and I don't know if that will stop me from <laughs> further enjoying them or or not. But Al says fish tacos. How fish can, tacos are pretty good, yeah. But were you ever skeptical of them? I'm not a big fish person, but I tried fish tacos. Uh, it's been several years ago now, and if I see them on the menu, a lot of times I'll order them. Oh and yes. I, I'm not. I'm just not a huge fish. I don't eat a lot of. I like catfish. I just fried catfish, but I just don't order it all. I would rather have chicken. Uh, but fish tacos are pretty good. Tim and Corinth. I waited a year and a half to watch the Ninja Turtles remake. Had to before I watched the one with Bebop and Rocksteady. Actually worth it since it was based on the original names. Yeah. There's been a couple movies out there that I thought, oh, I'm not going to watch that crap. And it turns out it's pretty good. Marvel. I was a, I was late to the party with yeah. the whole... And then I got sucked in and watched it all backwards. I'm watching one right now that I was late to the party on. Gilmore what? Girls. I was like, why? You were talking to me here on Good Things. But you like Gilmore Girls. I like the Gilmore oh, Girls. Oh, Rhino's going to be on vacation tomorrow, too. We may have to dive into that a little bit deeper with Will. But you stick with us. you got more coming up next. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Will and I will be back tomorrow at 2, but until then, hope you all find time for the good things. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.